Good morning, listeners, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Agnes Drew, coming to you today on 870 AM WEHG on this 375th day since we've been broadcasting. Today, I bring you another edition of Stories for Stories. For those of you newly coming to our broadcast, Stories for Stories is a project I started to bring to our listeners stories of other survivors. The three of us here in the campus radio station are only so interesting for so long, and I came up with the idea that we can use some of our daily broadcasts to bring you stories that we have collected from other people. Some of those are from people that we have met, those we've encountered, or visitors that have stopped by the station. Sometimes they are stories that were written down by listeners and carried by travelers heading our direction that have brought them to us. The original idea was that we would trade a book for anyone's story. We're really into literature here at the station. Well, I am at least. And like the idea of trading a story worth reading for a story for us to share on the air. Understandably, many people have respectfully turned down our offer of a book in return for their stories. When folks are on the move, they don't need one more thing to carry with them. And... When stories are carried by other travelers, there's often no practical way of getting a book back to the writer. Today's story comes to us from Mike. He is a member of the Deerfield community. That's about a day's journey from here and our closest established survivor settlement. In exchange for his story, we gave him a mixer's handbook that has fun recipes and techniques for bartending, which is something he is into. Mike writes... Some days, I wonder if I wished the zombie apocalypse into happening. I know that I am not nearly that powerful in my own thoughts or actions, but there was definitely a time in my life when I wished that our society as we knew it would no longer be in existence. Truth be told, I was in debt. There was a time in my life when I was first out of college that I had gotten a few thousand dollars into credit card debt. I had a really supportive family that bailed me out of that one. I was lucky to not have any student loans either, although how I pulled that one off is another story entirely. I wasn't a gambler or deep into drugs. No, my debt was medical bills. Back in what we thought of as a functioning society, we had a very broken healthcare system. If you were relatively healthy, didn't have any chronic conditions, and had good employer-sponsored healthcare, you probably weren't aware of just how broken the system had gotten. Remember Obamacare or the Affordable Care Act? Well, it didn't work out quite as well as many of us had hoped. Sure, it was better than nothing, but only just. I was on it, and it worked out okay at first. I had a mid-range policy that was pretty affordable on a monthly basis and had decent coverage. But then there was an accident, which included an ambulance ride, a few days in the hospital, and one surgery. Do you know how much an ambulance ride cost? Well over a thousand dollars for a three-mile ride. Now don't get me wrong, I am truly grateful for it. My paramedics were amazing. They saved my life. So really it was worth every penny. 
at the same time, insurance didn't cover it. You'd have thought that's what insurance was for, right? The emergencies, right? But I couldn't get a straight answer about it either. The ambulance company told me the insurance covered none of it and that the entire bill counted towards my deductible. Then the insurance company told me they covered 80% of the charge for the ambulance, but none of the life-saving treatment I received while in the ambulance. Anyway, the point is how ridiculous the whole thing was. All of the details don't matter. And that was just the ambulance ride. I could get into the itemization of the hospital bill, the surgery, the individual doctor's bills. How was I supposed to believe that I owed the hospital more money than my insurance policy claimed as my maximum out-of-pocket expense cap? Trying to work it all out was an arduous process. I'd have to block out hours at a time to be on hold, trying to sort it all out. I never did, either. The world ended, and I was in huge amounts of medical debt. But I was alive. And that's what I was telling myself the whole time. But the other thing I kept telling myself the whole time was, it shouldn't be this way. I shouldn't have to choose between the lifelong debt and death, especially when none of what happened was my fault. I certainly wished it would all go away. I wished that something would happen to make my overwhelming medical debt disappear. I'm reasonably certain that it has disappeared now. And in its place, we have the zombie apocalypse. Be careful what you wish for. Thank you, Mike, for sharing that with us. That's a conversation we've had around here every so often, things that we don't miss from our previous lives. I hope that everything is okay with you now, medically. This has been another edition of Stories for Stories here on Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Agnes Drew. Take care of each other.